Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? How you doing, bro? <laughs> this is the greatest sound ever. Is that what you're hearing? You're hearing that on your side? Fantastic. No, not yet, but I'm assuming okay. it's coming. <laughs> Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. You can catch us live here on Mixer on 8 p.m. on Thursday nights on most of the weeks um you can also catch us uh past broadcasts on youtube at 30 and still gaming on youtube and you can also check us out on itunes google play spotify and all those other platforms so on this week's show we're gonna be talking about bungie we're gonna be talking about the the haunted forest we're gonna talk about uh, the future uh content that's coming in we're gonna be talking about fallout 76 the lore of that we're gonna be talking about red dead redemption a lot of the uh features and such uh there so lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about the the Red Dead Redemption uh, like drama going on at Rockstar with employees working a uh, hundred hour uh, in a week. It might, so, it might as well be a thousand hours a week, right? It, it could be a million hours. So we'll we'll talk about that. Um, I can guarantee you, no one will talk about it like like we do. <laughs> I can guarantee that. All right. So have you been playing anything li- lately, Sarge? Here's a sidebar before I get into what I've been playing. You ever, is my head misshapen that I buy $50 earbuds and I put them in my <laughs> ear, but they never stay in my ear ever? And I, I've literally had to push an earbud to the point where I thought I was pushing it into my brain. You should and get then and then it would stay. You should get but customized. But then after I swallowed, it shot out of my head. You, you, should, know, get, uh, <laughs> you should get customized Ear, ear, earbuds like I, have, I, I, I have to get I have to get fitted for earbuds. Yeah, Are you no, being I'm telling serious you. right now? Yeah, so like when I used to work on the film set, people used to always the we have these universal earbuds, and I was like, no, no, I don't want that universal one. So I had someone customize. It's a gel, and it customizes to your actual ear canal, and it fits perfectly and morphs to your ear canal. What kind of ridiculous job is this? It's, and where do I'm, I where do I sign up for measuring people's ears uh, for it, earbuds? You, you don't have to measure. Is this a career. It's not is even measure. It's it's a foam that you put in your ear and it melts and then you can foam your own thing. And, it's and do it's I melt, fantastic. Do I mail it away? Uh, there are ones that you mail away, but the one I, I had. I mush it to my head. I mush it to my head and I mail it. <laughs> yeah. And somebody sends me earbuds. Yeah, it sends a customized, uh, yeah, little gel that goes into are your we, ear. Are we? Is this a, is this a real conversation a, we're having yeah, right now? It's, it, it's expensive. Curious? Yeah, it's 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 expensive. Same people mold plastic vaginas. There you go. Chad said it. So it has I'm to be sure, real. I, I'm sure. I'm sure they probably do. <laughs> has to be real. All it's right, on so the internet. What have I been playing? Actually, uh, well, we played. Say, well, we played Live Lock last week. What did, you, what did you? Think, I, I, I what did you think? What did you think of Live Lock? you think of Live Lock? Uh, I every time I played Live Lock, I, I two things. I wish that I didn't have to pull the trigger to shoot. I wish it was just I point in the direction with the right analog, and that's where I would shoot. Like Smash TV. Like Smash TV. 
I, I don't want I, I don't like having to keep the whole trigger down the whole time. Those of you that uh, don't know what Smash TV is, it's an old NES game, old arcade game. Really, yeah, we can't we can't explain it. To you. Just look it up. <laughs> we, can't, we can't even explain it to you. It's it's the only it's the only game show video game where you can win seventy five hundred big screen TVs as a prize. Didn't make any sense. Didn't have to. Hold on. I'll, I'll, it was definitely, gonna, it was definitely a it. quarter. It was definitely a quarter muncher. I could tell you that one. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Smash TV on. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Hold on. Here play, well, while we're talking, we're gonna just play it in the background. Yeah. Here, here, here it is. I got oh, sweet. Where is the? Uh... God damn it! Come up on the screen. Dun, 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 I wish I could. I wish I could find the uh, the shot here. No, I don't. What I don't realize is, did that game come out before or after Running Man? Because that's what it is. Um, Smash TV. Smash TV is the Running Man. That's what it is. It is. Where is See, my, my 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 alcohol riddled brain doesn't know remember if the Running Man came out before or after Smash TV. Because Smash TV was in the arcade. Right around the same time Running Man was. There it is. There, there's the beautiful Smash TV. Insert one coin. This is the gameplay. This is, I played this it's such game. Such a good game. I played this to game death. for hours. Yeah, for hours. You just run around. Just fan. What a what a fantastic, what a fantastic game. If you if if this if this game didn't satisfy your bloodlust, then you needed to see a doctor. So what did you think of Live Lock? What did you think of Live Lock? I, listen, I, all those type of games, they, they are copies of the heyday of the isometric three-quarter view that we had when we were kids. And if right. somebody can actually make a game with that view and make it fun and interesting, I give it a shot. Like I like Live Lock because it reminds me of those type of games. I like the power-ups. I like the leveling of the weapons. Uh, it's responsive. It's quick. It's it is it is team play, which means that you should be picking one of each type of characters so you guys synergize more. Right. But you can also go in there and be like all the brawler class or all a heal class just to see what would happen, you know, just to mess things around. But it's it's, it's interesting. I mean, at, at least at least the guys who made the game took the time to come up with a story, even though it's a crazy ass sci-fi story. It's a story. Right. It's not just it's not just a bunch of robots shooting shit. um i thought it was pretty cool i thought you're complaining about the gun i was the the melee guy and to swing your hammer you have to pull the right trigger right trigger right trigger right trigger and then if you hold the right trigger you do this like spinning like thing this is not my gameplay i just pulled some gameplay off of uh off youtube but this is what live lock is um it looks beautiful story's okay Right, it's got it's got a lot of stuff uh, to do. Glitchy. There's power up, yeah. There's power ups in it, like you see it's him opening glitchy, the chest. But like who? But, I, but here's the here's the, here's the the same three questions. Do I get to play with my friends? Yes. Is it a is it a is it a power up game with weapons? Yes. Is it fun? Yeah, yeah. It is kind yeah. of fun. It's, so it's, it, it covers it covers the three big questions when you're messing around with video games. <laughs> And you don't right, have to. So, you don't have to be worried about you're gonna miss something, right? You can just. It's just shoot the shit with your friends and shoot the shit with your friends, right? It's you're you're talking while you're shooting. You're having fun. All around, it's a good. That's game. what it's supposed to be. That's yeah, that's what yeah. that's what games are supposed to be. That's what games are supposed to be. All right. So my first question to you. All right. Well, let me go back to me because I'm I'm self centered. 
So <laughs> I, I I've been playing in order to get it in order to get back into the mind frame of why everyone hates Fallout 76. I'm playing Fallout 4. Okay. Right. I, and I'm playing with all kinds of mods and the crazy guys who have the mods on the consoles. Right. And I, listen, I I'm looking forward to playing this game because I enjoy that universe. I like the timelines. I like what they came up with. I like the whole thing of we didn't we had the oil crisis and there's no oil crisis back then because other stuff happened. I like the entire story of Fallout. Right. And I've been playing Live Lock and I've been playing um, what was that other game that we downloaded? Oh man, what was it called? It'll come to me later. Don't worry about it. But I'm hoping I'm hoping that the ridiculousness that is the community at large will just let a game happen. Like I, I, I seriously think that the internet not not entirely, but the internet as a whole is ruining gaming. Like I think, it just well, ruins I think it because I think the internet no, nothing, ruins nothing is life. allowed, right? Nothing is allowed to to change or grow. There's a magnifying glass on every <laughs> single thing that goes on, and the minute that somebody notices something, they start a blog, they go to Instagram, <laughs> right. they start taking pictures, and they just blow shit up all day long for the next three weeks. Like I don't get it, well, man. Just let the guys do what they're going to do. There's a difference between constructive criticism and just shitting on something, right? And in point, I'm going to talk about Destiny right now, right? So I've been playing more Destiny. I've only been playing it mostly on usually Monday night or Tuesday morning to finish up my weeklies and my dailies and stuff like that, to get them done right before the 1 o'clock weekly reset that happens on Tuesday. And then I'll play one hour from 1 to 2 on Tuesdays after the reset, get whatever I can get done to get my power engrams. And then Tuesday night, 8 p.m., I get on, I do stuff to about 9 to 10, and then we get in with a group, and we do the raid. We do the raid. And every week we've been doing the raid for about three weeks now, four weeks, and it's progressing, and I'm, I'm enjoying that part, right? And we've, I talked about that already. I'm moving on. What I want to talk about is the Festival of the Lost, okay? Two years ago, it was festivals of the cost. Everyone was complaining because they wanted the, the microtransactions and everything like that. <clears throat> and I say this, I'm going to say my next statement in a way where people are going to be like, well, here goes 30 again, talking shit about Bungie. And they, yeah. they had, they had Osiris yeah, because, they, because they're not consistent. They had I'm Osiris. Allowed to talk shit. I'm allowed to talk shit about someone who's fucking bipolar all day long. So I'm allowed. So Osiris came out in what March or April and they introduced the infinite forest which was probably one of the worst DLCs, if not the worst DLC they've released for, for Destiny up to that point. Uh, even Warmind was better. I, I, would, I, would go, I would go further than that. I would say for a AAA title, it was the worst DLC ever released ever. Okay, well, you could say that. By, by, by a AAA they, title. They, they had a thing called the Infinite Forest, which um, was neither of those things. It wasn't, nor infinite, or there forest. was never a tree, right? It was never a tree, <laughs> but, and it never, and, and, it, and it did it's end. A, it's a futuristic forest, and it did end, so it wasn't infinite, and it wasn't a forest, right? So I was like, man, they fucked that up. Uh, the potential, the potential of the forest was the, the the same exact potential of Destiny when it first came out, right? It had this huge potential to be, and then it came out, and you're like, what? What is this? This is not this is not infinite. This is this is dumb. So. 
yeah, here we are. Terms, it was, in gaming terms, it was called shit the bed. Here we are now, uh, and we're in Destiny 2 Year 2. Forsaken comes out. Forsaken's DLC is fantastic. There's plenty of stuff to do, um, unless you're like me, and you've, you've, you've exposed the wizard. We've talked about this on the past episodes. And I'm not talking about the wizards in the game. I'm talking about the Wizard of Oz. Like, once you see the guy behind the curtain, you're kind of like, eh, whatever, and you kind of move on. Um, so I'm playing one character now. I stopped playing with my Titan. I, I, I left him at 577. I was like, or 566. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing another character. I'm playing just my hunter. Uh, I got my hunter up to 597, which I'm pretty good. I went up 13 levels just yesterday, uh, doing just the reset from 8 o'clock at night for the raid. And then, or not yesterday. Yeah, from yesterday uh, up to today, I went up 16, something like that. So they did the, uh, the Forsaken de- first free content drop of um the halloween event okay and they introduced the haunted forest okay which is the infinite forest redid it looks beautiful right it looks cool if they introduce the again the infinite forest as the haunted forest back in osiris it would have been hands down a better experience right better experience just what they're doing in this Okay, so the Infinite Forest in Osiris is you go in, you run across like, I don't know, six platforms, it ends, and then you move on to the next thing, right? That's it. That's the Infinite Forest, okay? The Haunted Forest, you go in, and there's like a little plate on the on the ground that you stand on, sort of like um, the Vault of Glass, Sarge. I don't know if you remember like little plates that you stand on, and they, they tend to light up, sure. and then, okay. So you, you stand on that, and then it, it turns green. Okay, or white, I'm sorry, and it's to go. And then the platforms start appearing in front of you. Only one platform. And then there's guys on the platform. They could be easy, they could be hard. There's random. So the platform that they're putting in front of you is random. The pathway is random. The enemies that you're fighting are random, right? And this is pretty good right now, right? You're like, all right, cool. Soon as it goes, there's a 15-minute timer. Now, again, infinite forest, 15-minute timer. Infinite timer infinite timer okay but you're looking you're looking at this you're looking at this literal go ahead literal literal okay because the infinite forest in my opinion for an event like this what you do for this is your platforms appear you shoot the guys once you get up to a hundred percent of killing guys so every time you kill someone it's like three percent something like that once you get to a hundred percent you get teleported okay you get teleported into a boss room and you melt the boss as fast as you possibly can. Timer stops. Boom. Reset. You come back to the plate. You stand on the plate. You turn it white. You continue on. The timer starts again. So it goes like 15 seconds to like 15 to like 13.30, right? And then you beat the first wave. You come back. Timer starts 13.30 to like 12.50, right? Wave ends. And you see how many you can do, okay? You see how many you can do. And it's cool. It's fun, Okay. They did a good job. There's masks that you wear, like Halloween masks that you wear. And as you, the more, the more bosses that you kill, um, you can level up your masks up to three times. Okay. Three times or four times. I think it's three times. And does the level up mask give you candy? It doesn't give you candy. You're going for fragments this time, but the, it does buffs. So like one of them will be like, does more damage while you're in the air. Right. So you make that, you pick and choose which one you want. The very first perk you pick, you decide if, you want to do more damage against the peons, more damage against the high-end guys, or more damage against the boss, right? So once you pick that, you set the 
the frame, I guess, of the of the mask. And then there's three perks that you can put on there that help you do more damage over time or whatever. Right. So that's cool. That's a cool part. Right. The the awards that you're going for are not that good, except for the one gun. OK, which is it's called the Horde story, I believe, which is a which I was told is a reskin of the origin story. OK, gun that I actually like. But it's actually a pretty good gun, and it's 600. So I was like, I'm going to do this event just because that's a 600 gun, and I don't have a 600 gun. So even if the gun sucks, I'll just infuse it into one of the guns that I have, right? So that's the way I was looking at it. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll do this event just for that. It's cool, but this is here. here's the criticism, right? Here's, here's my criticism towards this. They had the Infinite Forest and Osiris. They fucked it up. They had the Haunted Forest here, and in my opinion, I believe they fucked it up again. Because the game mode that I would have done with this is you start the match. There's no timer. There's no timer. Okay. It's a press your luck mechanic. And people that play Warframe would know this mechanic. Okay. So you go in. Let's say you do five waves. So you go through a door. Platform appears. You kill the guys. You go to the next the next platform. You kill the guys. Go to the next platform. Kill the guys. You get to the fifth platform. There's a mini boss there. You kill them. Okay. Done. It stops there for a second and says, do you want to continue? Press your luck. You can take these three fragments, okay, and you can keep those and go on your merry way. Or you can break through the, the next round, which would be the sixth round, and you start going deeper into the infinite forest, okay? So it, it's, it starts to spread. You can take different routes and different things, and it goes to different things. You could find treasure chests. You could find different rooms, and you could find different things, and it's all a dungeon, right? That's basically what it is. It's a dungeon. You find gear, you find whatever you can, and you can only collect it if you back out, okay? You push your luck, and you keep going further and further, and it gets harder and harder, and you can go to, like, level 50, okay? And you can have 20 engrams. You could have prime engrams. You could have exotic things. You can catch all these things, but if you don't back out, you get none of it if you die. If you if you wipe, if all three of you wipe, you're done. Well, you can you can already see how your idea would work, but not for the community because they feel that every moment of every day they spend playing the game, if they're not pet on the head or given a trophy when they walk away from it, then it was a wasted time. What in, in and I I came up with this idea 30 seconds into playing the actual event. Okay? If someone gave me if I worked a hundred hours a week, fair. if I worked a hundred hours a week at a company, I would do massive things for people with with ideas. Okay, but this is my problem, right? And here, this show is very educational because we talk about a story, we talk about criticism, we talk about good and bad, and saying and giving criticism. And this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm shitting and on our, Bungie, and, and and our ideas will always go into play. Three years from that time. Three years from now, right. So yeah. next year when they do the Infinite Forest for the event or for Bungie or for Destiny 3 or whatever, this is what they should do, right? They should implement the Infinite Forest. How cool would that be, right? You found a Prime Engram, okay? You're like, man, I need that Prime Engram because it, it, could, it could do stuff for me. So you're like, I have to go back to the tower. They're like, no, no, no. Let's push our luck. Let's see if we can go get some more stuff. Oh, I got this exotic. Oh, I got this cool armor piece. Oh, I found this mod that we don't get in the game yet, okay? There's no way of getting mods. I can't and buy higher, it. And the higher up and the stronger you get, the further you can get into the forest and the more things you can find. 
Right. Right. That that would right. be the reason to go right. back into it. Right. As opposed to this this finite thing that they keep doing, whether it's uh, Cordivorix, the well, or whatever the new thing is, where you go there, there is a shallow loot pool of things in that in that uh, in that inter- in the in the in the actual uh, activity, and then once you get them, there's no reason to go to the activity anymore. It's it's almost like they it's like closing a door, right? I, I've done this. I don't have to go into this room anymore. I've done this. I don't have to go into this room anymore. And then you're left with, well, there's nothing to do again, as opposed to using all the resources that you have in the game to constantly keep people busy doing things because there's always something else down the road, right? right? And, and and not and not to side with dicking over people, but when you have something made that way, who knows what's down the road? Right. Right. You, maybe you could put like one or two items at level 55 or 100 plus where some guy goes, I got this drop, but I was at level 50 when I, you know, like, you know, what I'm saying like I was at like the, the 50 times through the forest when I got this drop. Right. And then other people confirm it that if you make it to 50, you get that drop. So then it makes people go, right. Okay, I got to get to 50. Right. If and I get to level 20, happens, right. If I get to level 20, I get an exotic quest for this for this weapon. Right. Guaranteed drop. And you're like, oh, shit, I want this weapon. But you back but out. Right. Told. Right. No, but it's I understand not told. that. But but you have a choice now. You're like, I got this. I can, I'm level 20 now. Oh, man, no one's gone past 20. I have this this gear in front of me. And if I push forward and lose, I lose everything. I lose everything I've gotten for this 20, 20 levels. I get nothing, nothing for your time. So you get scared and you're like, you know what? I'm going to right. the nothing for your time leave. is a big is a, listen. The nothing for your time is a big deal with gamers because once again, somehow well, we have we have created the we have created you the get fragments. You get fragments. You give them the fragments that, so they have something. But the fine. gear the gear that drops you get nothing unless you. But you're still leave. we've created a universe where uh, my time all of a sudden I'm getting paid to play video games and my payment is loot and if right. I'm not getting paid to play your game that I'm going to cry and not play your game anymore. I don't understand who that hurts. It hurts no one. But right. that's that's how they act. Like, well, I played for 20 hours and I didn't get anything. And the answer is, no, you gambled for 20 hours and you kept pressing your luck. Right. Well, that's and, what I'm saying. you failed. If you if you right. press your luck, you just lose the gear and the, and the engrams and stuff, but you still get the fragments. So for every board you go through, you would get like one fragment for every, for everything you, you beat. So at the end of five, you get five fragments at the end of 10, you get 10 fragments. So you're not wasting your time, right? So you're, you're still no, getting no. the fragments so you can, you're given the booby prize. You're giving right. a prize you're getting, here's your trophy. Here's the blue ribbon, right? You get well, that. Do you want to be, do you want to get the best of the best? You want to keep going? That's, that's right. how it no. has to be. That's, that's the way it has right, to be. Cause if you can, if you go to like level 20, in the infinite forest that's not timed okay and you're like oh man i just got this quest what's past this what can i get if i go to 30 what can i get if i go to 40 you know what i'm saying that is a carrot that is a carrot in front of the stick on the stick in front of your face going man that seems pretty cool but i really want this weapon right now right talking about smash tv but right? it has it's to the be, same but it has to be organic it can't be this is what you get at 40 it has to be that no, it's somebody, a went, yeah, to, yeah, went, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody went to 40 and, and found out I got this drop and then right. they talk about it. Right. And then somebody else does it to 40 and says, he's correct. I went to 40 and I did get this kind of drop so that that right there. That's, that's how you keep things going. Right. That to me would have been a better experience than what we got. Now, it's not bad. 
but I just find it funny. It's called the Haunted Forest. It's in the Infinite Forest, and it's not infinite. It's really good, done really well. It's dark. You can't see certain turns. Like, it's so good, potentially. But they, they kind of dropped the ball. Now, going forward with Destiny, okay, there was a rumor, right? Um, Houndish is a, is a, a rumor. Houndish is a great YouTuber who's up and coming this last, like, couple months. Like, his channel's just booming. He's the first to break a lot of the news stories. He's doing it better than any other YouTuber out there right now as far as Destiny content. Don't know where he gets his info from and, and, and his sources from, but they're all 100% legit. Okay, so one of his sources said that they found out that there's a new exotic coming, okay, and they think it's the Thunderlord, okay, or the Icebreaker, whatever it is, okay, and we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, but... It's on a mission going back to the Cosmodrome, okay? Going back to the Russian Cosmodrome back from Destiny 1. Now, my point before this all happened, before Destiny 2 even happened, okay? And I said they should have taken, <clears throat> I, I said the last few months. I know he's been doing it for six months because I've been following him for like eight. So, uh, but he's been blowing up the last two months um, because of Destiny 2. Before... Destiny 2 relaunched, and then after Destiny 2 came out. Um, so the, the Cosmodrome is making a comeback, supposedly. Okay, now it's a source. Now, I don't know if I said ahead of time, I said they're going to take the footage, they're going to take the content from year one. They're saying that they're dropping year one. We're going to Destiny 2, and we're not bringing anything with us. We're not bringing anything with us. You can't bring any of your guns. You can't do anything, right? And then slowly, for the first year, they released guns from year one. One by one. Blop, blop. Right? Year two. Blop, blop. They brought back... Now, it's changed, right? But they brought back a the... the um, What's that? Uh, Prison of Elders. Right? So they have a Prison of Elders strike. And you make an appearance in the Prison of Elders. Right? And you're like, cool. That's cool. It's like underground. You feel like how you got to the Prison of Elders, where the guys came from and stuff like that. Cool. They kind of like regurgitated content. That's not really regurgitating. That's taking content from the old and adapting it for the new, right? Like times passed, a war happened, the reef got attacked. This is what it's what it is now, right? Which is cool. It's like what WoW did with Cataclysm back in the day, right? They they they've warped the world to what it is. And I said from the very beginning that they should have done that with Destiny One. They should have taken the Cosmodrome. They should have taken um, <clears throat> the Moon. They should have taken all that stuff, Mars, and they should have revamped it for destiny 2 and then added this content on top of it right so you go back to the cosmodrome now maybe the cabal you know are, are running around instead of the fallen right there's battles going on in certain places the hive can't get to their ship on the moon anymore because now another another faction's there like there's so many things they could have done okay but instead they're taking the content from the first one okay and brings it over to this one and then regurgitates it and says, hey, now I don't know what it is, right? We don't know what it is yet, but they're bringing back the Cosmodrome for this one mission. So if they can bring it back for one mission, if they can bring back the the Prison of Elders for that one strike, why couldn't they bring that stuff over? Why couldn't they just keep us in that world and then bring us over, except this transition that happened between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 where Destiny 2 was a misery, 
a misery of garbage after the first I said it. I called it after the first month. I said, this game is just bad. And then Christmas time, everyone else called it and said, oh, no, oh, this game's crappy. Right. And then they got back on the bandwagon right before it launched because they had a summit and everyone, you know, said they fixed the game, which they did back to D1. Right. And made it a little bit better, which you should do as a game developer. You should take the foundation of what worked. And then make it better instead of imploding the foundation, making a new foundation, shitting on it for a year, and then making it better back to the original foundation. So, what do you? What is your take on this? Right, they're bringing back the Thunderlord. I know you're not even playing anymore, Sarge. I know you're not even playing. They're bringing back Thunderlord. They're bringing back the Icebreaker, supposedly. They're bringing back the Cosmodrome for that mission. What What do you make of of this as far as? Uh, the game good bad do you care is it is it just cherry on top because more content's better it's, and old content's better no it's it's it, there's a lot of factors it, people think that it's 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 old stuff new stuff it's the game development there, there's a lot of factors to this the issue the issue is compounded so first of all the, the engine they use is number one issue okay the number two thing is their priority is it's got to look pretty no matter what no matter how shitty the mechanics got to be or how much the, the something's broken in the game it's got to look pretty like that's their highest thing in destiny they have to make it look the same it's got to look awesome the entire time like that's a priority okay so if you put in the time to make everything pretty like that you don't have time for the other stuff in the time allotted when dlcs are supposed to come out and so what i think happens in their world in Bungie is that they have a list of stuff that they want to do or go to as far as the world is concerned. And what ends up happening is if they start to fall behind and they're like, well, we can't get this completed before the dates that we needed something new to come out. So now they go into the closet and they pull out the old maps or the old content from D one and incorporate it into a new quest line with an old weapon because they need something. Right. Right. So if this is the, I'm arguing against myself now because we argued the point before as we just wish that they would continue opening the world and let yeah. it be bigger, like open leave the, the, moon, open, leave the right. Cosmodrome. Right. And, right. They, and the reason why they cut it off is because they needed it as an emergency thing later. Right. If we can't get something made, go to, if all that stuff is in game, Right. And I know this doesn't make any sense at all, but follow me. If all the stuff was in game, if we had D1 and D2 on top of each other, we can go wherever we wanted. You have so people, much to do. People, people would complain that a mission goes back to the old spot rather than something new. But they're because doing that now anyway. It's, it, it, right. But it doesn't exist. It's a, it's, we're handpicking a thing from D1. Not that we have D1 and we're using it because we've got nothing but new. They did this in D1 it's where. They did this in D1 where they came out with the Rise of Iron uh, DLC and the Cosmodrome was changed. It had snow, like the whole landscape that, changed, that's, right? That's correct. They should have done that to this. So D2 launched. It would have all the planets. It would have the EDZ. It would have the Cosmodrome. You would go down to Earth and you would pick what spot you want to go to. You would go to the moon and every the whole landscape would change. Like day one, when you went to Destiny 2... Because Gaul was attacking, the Cosmodrome would be in a, in, in a, in a shitstorm, right? You would go back to the Cosmodrome where the airplane graveyard was, and there would be there'd be Cabal there. There would be, do you know what I'm saying? There would be so much stuff to do. And if they did this, if they did this, Sarge, we wouldn't have to wait for Forsaken. 
because there would have been so much stuff to do. The foundation was already in D1 with all the bounties, the weeklies, the dailies, okay? All the raids, all the strikes, okay? They could have changed them up. You're adding more strikes. You're adding more uh, raids on top of the other stuff. All the stuff from the old thing could have been lifted up, right? So when D2 came out, Vault of Glass could have changed. Like, it's not Vault of Glass anymore. It's like a raid, but it's a little different, right? They could have changed the characters. They could have... This helps the developers because they don't have to make a completely new game. They can just keep adding slowly to it. I've said it before that I would take if if Destiny 1 was what it was when it ended and then they just came out with an expansion, okay, and they called it Venus, all right, or they called it Mercury, and it was just a $30 DLC or $40 DLC like Forsaken, but it only took place on like two new planets, Right. So you got like Titan and you got like IO, right? More developed, less stuff, less, less worlds, but more stuff to do in those. So now you have all the old planets and you have the new stuff. And then six months from now, nine months from now, they release another expansion and now you get Mars and you get uh, Nessus, right? And then the next one comes out. Now you get the Dreaming City and, and, um, it's, it's, other it's, shores a, it's, are. A, it's a large it's a large universe man they they have a lot the, the game is big let's let's be honest though as many as many boards there are and and, and areas to explore Destiny's is a tremendous game i i just think that if you want something to be so epic and you want it to go on for a long period of time that you get the chance to make something new to incorporate into the game that you need to you need to have the entire universe for people to play around in like not cut it off and start over just just expand it Right. Then, then make then make connections in the game, make connections that this planet leads to this planet because of a secret passage or this this thing leads over here because of a time gate. Or maybe we go back into the past of the Cosmodrome or like a couple missions and you see right. like the Earth before it was all fucked up. Like they're, they're, the once again, Destiny suffers from a potential bug, which is they created a, they've created a universe so extensive and so massive that they could do anything with it. And they do and nothing. Yet, and yet their eyeballs are just <laughs> right. centered just on one thing all the time. And this is where we live. We're just in this one box. Right. I, I, they don't They don't let the game breathe. And one, And once again, okay, this is a... I don't want to say the word. I'll go around it. This is a type of game that is brand new. This genre of game. Yeah. This type of game. When it was talked about back in 12... Before it was released, they were correct. Nothing's been done like this before. It's completely different. They're going to learn as they go. Yes, they have absolutely won and lost in the same year multiple times right. from trying to do different things in this game. Now, as gamers, voracious, crazy, sci-fi shooting lunatics who play this game as much as they possibly can before they had kids. And now they have kids and they still find time to play this game. Okay. That the, 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 the voraciousness of the community chews through content. Like they're starving. Right. Okay. They're never going to be able to keep up with what gamers want from it. Okay. That, that's why so they have to allow, they have to allow it to be something more than what it was. Stop narrow gauging people's but, expectations and but that's just why open it up. That's why I said if they if they kept it like World of Warcraft where they kept the original one and moved it over and then added to it, 
they wouldn't be in this problem where people were chewing through content because they would slowly be giving out new planets every so often. And then people would do that. And you go to old missions, new missions, everything's viable, right? I, I think right. it's cool that they're bringing stuff back. I think the Cosmodrome is cool that they're bringing it back. It's like a tip of the hat. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I want to see more of it. But the problem is I already paid for the Cosmodrome and you took it away from me. I already paid for all those exotic weapons and that time, all that time that I put in three years that I put in to get those weapons, to get that armor. And you took it all away from me. You took it all away from me without a choice because you said it doesn't matter. It's all gone. And then when we got to destiny two, you're slowly giving me back my exotics. And then you're giving me back with legendaries that are just reskinned for some, for for some of them. And I'm like, "Ah." so you just shot on my time back there and now you want me to invest all my time back in it again so what when destiny 3 comes out you can get rid of destiny 2 and then it's 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 a reset yet again do you know what i mean like i'm i'm hesitant so circling back around i'm only sticking with one character i'm not diving back in if i'll casually go play my titan i'll casually go play my warlock my hunter here's the best and, and the worst thing that could happen right now right i get to 600 yay I got the 600. I'll do my raids on Tuesday nights with the, with the buddies that I have. Okay. Other than that, I'm done. I'm not playing it until the armory comes out. And then when the armory comes out, if it, if it lifts up the light level to like 30 light level, I'll take my hunter. I'll do the new content. I'll get Listen, the stuff the, that I the need. Only, the only thing, the only thing I hear when someone says that there's a DLC called the armory, the only thing I see is all the heavy weapons that we were missing from D1. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the first thing that comes to mind. We're going to get a Galahorn type thing. Oh, I already said it. I said the Galahorn, the Galahorn's coming back. If it's not coming back this year, it's definitely going to be the lead in to Destiny 3 or whatever content comes out next year. 100%. So going from that, I want to talk about the Iron Banner real fast. The Iron Banner came out this week. The Iron Banana. Which is now called the Loading Banana. Okay, because I played yesterday. That's all I played. I played, I started my stream at 9.30 in the morning and I ended at like 2.15 or whatever it was. Um, or what, yeah, it was all day. It's like four hours, four and a half hours of, of, you know, Iron Banner, loading banana. The load screens in this game are horrendous. When I tell you, Sarge, I'm not shitting you, okay? They're so bad. So you'll sit in the lobby with your one ship and it says, you know, one of 12, 5 of 12, 10 of 12, 11 of 12, 12 of 12, right? And then you load. That right there, that whole process to just get 12 people in takes anywhere between a minute and three minutes, okay? Then it teleports you to your warp zone, okay? And if you get fast matchup with 12 people, it doesn't matter. It takes five minutes, five to five and a half minutes to get into one crucible match, Okay, one crucible match. The load screen takes five and a half minutes to get into a, a PvP match. You do the PvP match. I got railed a couple times where the matches only lasted three minutes and we got murdered. Okay, and then I had to go back and I had to find a new team because it's skill based matchmaking. It's finding teams to put me with. Okay, one to find 12 people with millions of people playing brand new content. Millions of people are on this fucking thing. 12 people 
I can't find I can't find 12 people to find in, into the match. And then once you go into load screen, it takes five minutes. Someone literally got up. Okay. He said, I'll be right back. Got up. Right. Lord, Lord did this. Got up, went outside, took the trash out, fed his dog, walked his dog. Okay. Came back inside, got a drink, went to the restroom, came back, and we were still in orbit. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Okay. It's horrendous so much so that i was like once i'm i grinded i got all my power gear that i needed to get all my all my bounties that i needed to get done i'm not playing crucible ever again when i hit 600 i'm not playing till december i'm not playing crucible it's so bad between the load screens there and the load screens in between stuff i know i might be overreacting okay i might be overreacting but when i play a game or i watch a movie or I read a book, okay, which doesn't happen very often. But when I'm doing some sort of entertainment thing and my immersion gets broke from the actual thing, okay, if I'm watching a TV show and I see a bad edit or bad music or I watch a movie and you can see, you just see stuff and you're like, what, what, what just happened? That's shitty writing. That's bad acting. These load screens are ruining the game for me. I get dropped, tweaked the other day, revived me. I forget where we were. Oh, we were in the actual forest. He revived me, and the game kicked me out to the main screen. Okay? He revived me. It went white, kicked me out to the main screen. No error code, no nothing, just kicked me out to the main screen. Came back in. I had to wait five minutes just to get back into the game. Right? Let's not even talk about the load screen to get into the game. That's like six to seven minutes, okay, just to start up the game. Okay? Load screens are absolute dog shit. Okay? It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Iron Banner, great when you're actually playing. Okay, but PvP in this this time around in Destiny 2, it's it was 4v4 year one. They added 6v6, but the maps were all designed for 4v4. So PvP is horrible. And it's team meta, right? It's like Overwatch. So more people sit on you. There's no, there's no, there's no heroes. Everyone's everyone's the best, right? Everyone's got the blue ribbon. You're a winner. Woo! You get to shoot someone, you get the kill. Okay. Like that's what it is. It's miserable. The maps are shitty designed because there's too many people with the meta and, and the and the maps are small, right? It was meant for 4v4 on the maps. It's 6v6 and it's team meta. It's just it's just terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. So that's it. That's where I stand on Destiny. I'm I'm 597. I'm gonna continue next week when I get back from uh New York. I'm gonna play either Monday night or Tuesday morning to see if I can finish up to get closer to 600. And then once reset happens uh, for raid night, I'm gonna hit 600 that day. And then Destiny will sit on my shelf, which will be perfect timing because Fallout 76 comes out and Red Dead Redemption 2. So that's what we're gonna talk about now. Okay, so we're moving on from Destiny and we're talking about, we'll start with Rockstar. We'll start with Red Dead Redemption. We'll start with, uh, with Rockstar. So the big story that everyone's bringing up Okay, we're going to talk about the 100-hour debacle that, for some reason, everyone's appalled by. It's like they murdered, it's like they murdered a cow for beef. Right? No, 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 they murdered dolphins for tuna. Right. That's how, that's how they're acting. Okay, so, so I don't know if anyone's ever done this before. I, 100%, when they said he worked 100 hours, the reason he was making the statement wasn't to boast, like, yeah, I, I, we, we whip our guys and they work a hundred hours. No, he was saying that we've put so much attention and detail into this game. And we're so passionate about this project that me and the three other writers 
put in a hundred hours because we want you to love this game. That's what that statement was. Okay. It wasn't about, I work a hundred hours. My dick is bigger than yours. It wasn't that at all. It was to tell people how passionate they were. Okay. About this game. Now there's people that have come out that have worked for Bungie in the past eight years ago, 10 years ago, six years ago. And they're like, well, they, they, I worked 60 hours and I worked long hours and it was appalling and blah, blah, blah. That is individuals complaining because, you know, someone will complain that they're working 20 hours a week. Some people complain that they're working 60 hours a week. Some people complain they don't get enough hours, right? It all depends. It's individual people, okay? And they're like, it was bad. I didn't like working for them. Great. Give a Yelp review. Move on with your life, okay? So people are talking that they've, they, were, they, they were like slaves, like they weren't getting paid, right? These people are paying. They get full benefits, okay? They work extra hours if they want to. They don't get d- disciplined if they don't. Okay, but here's what happens in real life. Okay, I hate to break it to you. All right, if me and Sarge are at the same job, okay, and Tom, our boss, comes over to us and says, Hey, Sarge, I need you to work on uh, Saturday this week. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Can you come in on Saturday, Sarge? I can't. I gotta go. My, I have to see my kid's birthday. My kid's birthday is going on. Okay, great. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Hey, uh, hey, Mike. You want to come in on uh, on the weekend? I need you to come in on the weekend. Yeah, I got nothing to do. I'm single, right? I got no family. I'll come in. Yeah, I'll work, right? I put an extra 10 hours, 12 hours in, okay? At the end of the pay period, I worked 70 hours, got overtime, got paid, take it home, go to my wife, or sorry, my girlfriend. I'm out partying with my friends. I'm like, woo, I got all this money I've gotten because I worked all this overtime, right? In no way, shape, or form is the person that works 70 hours going, Man, I worked 70 hours. No, he volunteered to work 70 hours. Now, here's real life as well. Here comes Tom again. Hey, uh, Sarge, can you work on can you work on Sunday this week? You didn't get to work on Saturday. Can you work on Sunday this week? Uh, maybe. Sarge, all right, can't do it. 30, can you come in on Sunday? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can I can I can arrange. I'll come in on Sunday. Great. Great. He does this over and over and over, okay? So, Six months down the road, eight months down the road, year down the road, okay? I've worked an extra, let's say, 20 extra days, put an extra 10 hours in those days. It's 120 hours over the time. Here comes Tom again. Tom's like, you know what? You've been working really hard, 30. We'd like to give you a promotion. And then Sarge's like, well, how come I didn't get the promotion? Well, Tom put an extra time, okay? Or uh, Mike put an extra time, and he put an extra 120 hours in this year. What did you do? Well, I had my kid's birthday to go to. I had to go do this, right? Life, life and shit happens, right? Certain people get promoted. It's not favoritism. It's not everything. They're looking for people that want to put in the time. That's the way it is, right? Senior staff members, the reason they're senior staff is because they're dedicated. Not to say no one else is dedicated, but these people are willing to do whatever it takes to get their project done, right? I'm working at my house. I'm working on my kitchen. I'm doing my own stuff. I'm like, hey. I, if I don't get this done, I have to put an extra five hours in this week to get this kitchen done. Otherwise, my family doesn't get to eat. Okay, this is this is what it is. So it's not about companies pushing people to work. I work in the film industry. I 100%, 100% know what these guys are going through. It's the exact same thing. Before these game developers even got in the in the industry, 
Okay. They knew what they were getting into before they got in the industry at school, at the tech schools that you go to for game developer, for film, for, uh, for stage prep and all this stuff for the rock stars and stuff like that. They train you from the start. They say, you're not working a nine to five job. You're going to be putting 12 to 14 to 16 hours in. This is what you're doing. If you don't like it, this is not the field for you. You don't get banker hours for professions like this. Okay. You work when you work, you you don't work when you don't work. When they're starting up a game, it's light work, light work, right? When crunch time comes, they need all hands on deck. Okay. Just like if you're in the military, Hey, everyone's sleeping. Great. We're being bombed right now. Everyone get the fuck up. All hands on deck. We're getting bombed. We need everyone at their post. Okay, that's basically what it is. So all these people coming out saying that they can't they can't believe a company is doing this. I can't believe this. If you even knew a fraction of writers for newspapers, uh, for TV publications, for news companies, uh, for for films, for TV series, uh, guys that are writing books or people that are writing books. okay, game developers, all these people are putting lawyers Doctors, they're putting 24 hours on, 24 hours off. They're on call at all time. Do you think they're complaining on Twitter that they have to do brain surgery for standing on their feet for 12 hours? Because, oh, this hospital is terrible, man. It made me work a 24-hour shift. Like, no, they just do the job as they're supposed to do. If you don't like that job, don't do the job. Okay, it's simple as that. If you're not happy, find something that makes you happy. That's it. Right. Or get the privilege of being fired. Right. If you're not doing the look, everyone's in competition. Right. If we're both lawyers or we're both doctors and you're doing more work than I am, you're going to be favored. You're more efficient than I am. Why are they paying the person that's doing less work if they're going to pay you for more work? That's just how it goes. You, you want to weigh on this? I, I, I have I have I have watched the credits of all the AAA title games. Every time I solve a AAA title game, I watch all the credits. And about three quarters of the way through, there's a giant list of the people who worked on the game. And they're always saying thanks to their wife, their kids, their parents, who they haven't seen for two or three months at a time because they were too busy doing crunch for a video game. Like, thanks for still being married to me. I love you very much. Right. Like, I, they, they, you didn't see these people. Like, and it's not one or two. It's an entire list of people thanking their families yeah. for putting yeah. up with them because you didn't see each other. Like, this is the business. Is it great? For some, yes. For others, no. Because they don't like the hours. Or they it's don't not like meant the for everybody. Things, then that's the way it is. Right. Unfortunately, there are positions in the real world that dictate that you do not follow a normal 40 hour work week and the 40 hours that you might work are not the same 40 hours of day or night that somebody else might work. Right. Okay. You right. might be working 40 hours in three days. Okay. It just depends on what profession you pick. I, I just don't like the way that everyone, once again, this is the magnifying glass. Every time someone sees something, they blow it up to the point where it becomes ridiculous for a conversation. This is the real world, okay? This is the real world. This is how it works, okay? If and and the worst part is, and I and I agree to this point a little bit, is if you have people in development positions saying that they can't handle it anymore and they walk away, believe me, there's a group of people waiting to be picked 
to work at that company. Yep. They want to be there. That's the that's the that's the problem though, right? There's always someone. That's why I always said your job is like a tissue box, right? You're the top tissue until you're not, right? When someone's done with you, they pick that tissue out of the box, and there's a brand new tissue waiting there in the wings to be the to be the next guy up, right? And that's what it is. That's the next guy up. When I work on a film, I worked on a, fil- a feature film one time. It was 45 days shoot. 45 days shoot. I worked 20 hour days. For 22 days straight. Okay. I didn't bitch. I didn't bitch. I worked my time. Did what I did. At the end of the 45 days. I had lots of money. Okay. And the staff that worked. Because I, I didn't get overtime for those things. I just got paid. Okay. I didn't. I just got straight pay. The actual actors. And the other guys that were part of the union. Bought me stuff. Because they felt bad. Because I was a new guy on the on the on the film, okay, and they worked me like a dog, okay. They gave me like packages and food and beer and all this other stuff because they were like, "You worked your ass off, respect, brother." You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it was. And at the end of that, I learned and had such a lesson of what to do to go. Hey, I don't ever want to work like that again, right? If I choose to. There's jobs that I go on. I work 16, 20, 24 hours. Sometimes I work 32 hours and then I'm done. I don't work again for like two weeks. And then I go back and work again. So all this is getting blown out of proportion. It's a, a case by case scenario. If you don't like to work those hours, be like Sarge. He didn't want to work. I wanted to work. I got promoted six months later. Go figure, right? That's that's the way it works. So from that into the actual game itself. Why do they why are they working all these hours? And it was reported that the hours that they're putting in was early back in 2018, right? Cuz the game is gold already, right? They they're not crunching time now. The the studio's gigantic. There's 8 studios working on this game. 8 studios. Right? Nobody is working 60-hour shifts right now. They have teams that they work to eight to 10 hours and then the next team comes in and works eight to 10 hours and they might be working 24 seven, but one guy is not working 24 seven. You know what I'm saying? So this is the stuff that's in the game, right? So there's, there's stuff in here that might be spoilish. I'll try to uh, look at it. I'm not going to read any kind of story stuff. I'm going to pick out details of things. Okay. So there's camps in this at the camps. Right? You get to talk to all the gang members during the horse rides. Okay, Gang members also loot bodies after you fight. So in Red Dead 1, you walked around. You had to pick up all the loot. Your actual NPCs, who they kill, they'll walk around to the bodies and start looting the bodies. Okay, So you have to work quick if you want extra bullets and stuff like that. Okay, um, You can sing songs with gang members. Camps are described as, as homely. Okay, The camp is optional. So it isn't oh, a so big. Now, so now it's so now it's Brokeback Mountain. Is that what's happening now? So it it isn't like uh, it's not your cousins from like Grand Theft Auto Four. We have to keep coming back on. Hey, take me on a date. Take me bowling. It's not. It's nothing like that, right? It's nothing like that, right? You have to keep your morale up. Okay, alcohol raises the morale. Keeping the camp happy with hidden benefits it gets you benefits. So if you keep the camp happy, you might get a bonus of something of some sort. Um. The story, there's a, there's a lot of details to this game. So, so many details. And we'll find out, we'll find out what we're talking, like what everyone's talking about once the game comes out, right? Like we joked weeks ago about the, the horse testicles. Okay. That's a thing. They actually put some guy that works 60 hours a week worked on those testicles. So you better watch those credits. 
to watch the thing come up and said horse testicle worker on the screen. And I'm going to snapshot that and say, you, thank you. Great testicles. Okay. Um, Arthur can swim, but not very well. Okay. The detail of the guns, right? If you go in the water with your guns and you come out of the water, your guns can rust. Your guns can jam. You have to clean your guns. Okay. The attention to detail. There was, I think, 8,000 lines of dialogue or 8,000. Like you could stack the dialogue pages eight feet tall, right? No, I'm sorry. It's 5,000 pages of dialogue. Okay. 3,000 uh, mocap animation type things. Okay. Eight feet high for a script. Okay. For this thing. Each NPC in the game has 80 pages of dialogue. Each NPC, meaning random NPC on the goddamn side of the road, you can walk up to them and either talk aggressive to them or talk passive to them, and they'll have a conversation. You change your clothes, they'll comment on your clothes. You change your hat, they'll change. They'll talk about the hat. You shoot someone dead in the street, they'll say something about it in the street. That's how much dialogue is in for the NPCs, okay? Mirrors have reflections. This is, I know it sounds stupid, but to make a reflection in the mirror in a game is really hard because what they have to do is the mirror is not an actual mirror, right? You're not seeing an actual reflection. You're seeing a mirror image of whatever you see on this side of the of the camera. So when you walk in front, they've literally made this room again on this side, right? So it's just two things and your character's walking in front, okay? Technical stuff. Your Your guy becomes fat if he eats too much. If he doesn't eat enough, he gets skinny. If he runs, he gets skinny. He gets cold, okay? If there's snow, okay? If there's snow, he has to put a coat on. If he doesn't put a coat on, it affects his, his ability to do stuff, okay? Uh, the beard grows in over time. It's not just like you go to the shop, the barber shop, and boom, there's a beard. You have to grow your beard, okay? Now, supposedly there's tonics and stuff you can drink to make your beards grow faster, Okay, but these are all hearsay. But but but, but, but seriously, when is it too much? When when does it yeah. have to have that? No. Does it have to have that? It I think they're just to. trying to prove a point. <laughs> right. They're just trying to prove a point what they can right. do, right? Is that right. what it is? Okay. So apparently there's lightning strikes in the game. You can get struck by lightning. The storms and the trees actually blow in the wind. Like each branch and stuff moves independently. Okay. The assets on your clothes, like if you have a knife and your and your collar and your and your strap, they all move independently. If the wind's blowing, your hat can blow off. You could shoot someone's hat off their head, go over to it, pick it up, and put it on your head. Okay. And then someone will comment about the hat that you grabbed from that guy. Okay. Think about that. Okay. When you're doing searches, okay, you can open up the cupboards. In Red Dead One, you open I up think, a cupboard. I, I think we can leave about half that stuff out. I think we can leave about half that stuff. We can get two games out of this. No, but here's like, the thing. Have, I could have been playing Red Dead right now, and we could have been waiting for Starfield to come out. Like, like right. right. Like, so it's too much. It's not no, like no. It's too much. It is too much. But if it wasn't there, you'd be like, oh man, I wish they I wish they did that, right? I wish they because I said it I, in Red Dead One, I was like, man, I wish when he opened the cupboard, he actually grabbed things. Lo and behold, in this game, when they open a drawer, the contents that you can actually grab are in the drawer. And you physically grab your hand and get it and take it. Like, yes, is it too much? Probably. Okay. When you skin 
the animals man, in Red those, Dead... man those shark cards worked a lot didn't they <laughs> right so when Holy you cow when you when you when you skin an animal in Red Dead 1 they don't show it they're just like oh and he's just knifing it in this one they show the actual cutting they show you peeling it off and rolling the fur up and then carrying it over to the to the actual animal right and there's blood everywhere and you have to clean up your shit all right here comes peta yeah, here comes PETA. Here comes PETA. Okay, so here's the AI NPC behavior, okay? The NPC remembers behavior. Example, remembered Arthur helped him after a snake bite. So a guy helped him suck a snake bite out of his leg, okay? And then down the road, like hours later, he ran across that guy, and that guy remembered him and thanked him for saving his life. And because he saved his life, he was the shopkeeper, and the shopkeeper said, you can pick anything you would like off the shelf because you saved my life. Now, it was a random event. He chose to save him. Okay, if he didn't save him, the shopkeeper would have been dead. There would have been a new shopkeeper and he wouldn't have gotten the gun that he actually got. Right. So. That's the that's the beauty of it, though, Duplis, when you when there's the best things about movies and video games is that if you notice it, they didn't do their job correctly, right? If you don't notice it and you're just playing the game, you're like, this is amazing. Look how beautiful this is. Look, you can grab the stuff out of here. Look, that guy remembered, like, you're like, this is amazing. I'm so engulfed into this game, right? I'm immersed in this game, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to immerse you in the actual game. I, I swear to God, I the first day I'm just walking around, I'm going to like walk into the forest and be like, look, look at that branch moving. Look at that squirrel running on the ground. Like, it's absolutely amazing. Okay, a farmer will behave differently than a sheriff. So NPCs, based on their their job, will will act differently. NPCs put bounties on your head, and bounty hunters will come after you. Okay, sort of like GTA. Remember that? You robbed someone's car. All of a sudden, someone would come after you. You talk with every NPC and remember the, and remember your conversations, okay? NPCs comment if you're dirty or bloody. Most NPCs have terrible dental hygiene, okay? NPCs react to environment and lean on things. Uh, townspeople remember your crimes after you paid your bounty. Even though you paid your bounty, they remember you killed somebody, okay? They forgive you for your, your crimes, but the NPCs have schedules, okay? So the guy will be a farmer, He'll farm, okay? And he's like, well, I got to go to the store. So he'll get on his horse, he'll ride to town, he'll buy some stuff from the general store, and then go back to his town or go back to his farm to finish his actual work, okay? The AI maneuvers around you, seeks cover, and even climbs houses to gain high ground, okay? If you don't, if you don't hit an NPC or vile organs of it, they might absorb multiple bullets. NPCs might fall to the ground, but get back up to surprise you. Hand-to-hand -hand combat is more dynamic. Faces deform after getting hit. Black eyes, bruises, broken lips. Uh, people groan uh, and crouching and picking up stuff. So like it's like you when you wake up in the morning. You're like, oh, God, I got to bend down and pick that pen up. They groan and moan. Animal cruelty is a crime. Shooting a dog and someone will tell the sheriff. When you join a group in conversation, they will talk back about you. They'll talk about you as well. Okay, so you can just actually... If two NPCs are talking, you could walk up to that conversation and then 
be a part of that conversation. What do you think, Sarge? So far, of all the stuff I'm talking about, I'm, too I'm, too much, I, too much. I'm over. I'm overwhelmed. Like on one on one end of the spectrum, I I appreciate the fact that a game company takes the time to push the envelope, right? Because sometimes it doesn't happen for a while. But if this if this comes out and it, and it does all this stuff that you're saying that it's supposed to do and it works and it actually first of all if it loads okay <laughs> <laughs> never mind right I know if this game loads the first day I'd be impressed but if this stuff works the way it's supposed to work then I, I already said it in the, ta- in, in the in the chat that this is going to set the bar yes. so high right it's going to set the bar so high that everybody else is going to have to step it up otherwise everyone's like what you don't have move- you don't have moving testicles on your horses <laughs> like your your ai just wanders around in circles and shoots into the air like if if all that stuff actually works then everybody else is in serious trouble or we can look at it where it's a general uplifting of development in general, which would hopefully lead to better engine design and some new stuff to come out. Cause that's what, you, cause that's what you're gonna have to do. I think they, I think it gets away with it. I don't, I don't know how they get away with it on console. Cause it's not on PC. It's only for console right now. Um, they're pushing the limits. They're pushing the limits. And I would love to see this game on PC or next console. You know, that's going to happen. You know, they're going to re-release this when it comes out for the next console in two years. Um, Right, so I think that's their job. Rockstar does it on purpose. They come out with the game right before the game system ends, just so they can re-release it again, make you pay twice for it. It's I mean, genius. It's, it's taken eight years. It's taken eight years, technically ten years. Ten. It, it's been eight years since the uh, Red Dead came out, but it's been actually no, it's been eight years. It's been eight years with with eight studios working on it. Eight years with eight studios working on it, and I think this is, I think this is going to be great. I, I I'm looking forward to all of this stuff. Right. You could literally just log in and walk around and follow pedestrians all day and go. That's amazing. Right. They're taking your time and they're just winning it over. Right. They're like, why do you want to go play that game? Where in that game, the NPCs are dumb. And here you can actually have conversations with the NPCs and see what they do. You can actually bring bring posse members along with you. Okay. you there's many there's many little events inside the game as far as like when you're hunting. I used to play a hunting game, you know, the hunting, uh, I forget what it's called, Hunter Call of the Wild, okay? That's a standalone game. That game is in Red Dead. So when you're hunting for animals, you have to stay downwind or upwind, okay? Because they'll smell you coming. If you're dirty and filthy, okay, and you're hunting an animal, you make noises, they'll know you're coming, right? There's a tracking sense that you do. Um, there's crafting. Ridiculous. You're, it's ridiculous. I can't. I can't hunt because I smell. I gotta take. A, I gotta take a bath before I can go hunting. Yes. I gotta clean my guns before. Like, are you being serious right now? Like, how much time am I spending <laughs> maintenance of myself in order for me to go out and do something that's an activity in the damn game? There's crafting in the game. You can craft weapons. You can craft food. You can craft drinks. Okay. Um, there's bounties are returning. Terrain heists outside of missions. Hunt legendary animals. Hunting uh, bow gives you more money for pelts. Oh, here's the thing. If you take a shotgun or take multiple shots at an actual animal and you hit them all over the body, when you skin that, when you skin the animal, it'll show you all the holes that you put in the body in the pelt. So when you bring it back to the shop to sell it, the guy will look at it and then tell you 
this is damaged. Like you've done too many. I'll, I'll give you this much money for it. But if you shoot an arrow into That's like bullshit. the head, come on, man. Nope. Come this on. Is, this is what they said. This is what the media people said. Um, so all get this now, all buildings, all buildings are enter. Like you can enter all buildings. Every single building that's in the game, you can enter. Okay, all doors open. Okay, if it's a building there, you can enter it. You can fire warning shots at animals and NPCs. I'm just done. To, I'm, I'm just through the gameplay stuff. Let me go through the horse. The horse dynamic testicles. They shrink in cold weather. Name your horse. You can scold or praise your horse. While the radius grows when you uh, whistle, the whistle radius grows with your horse as, as it grows. Okay. The horse equipment is fully customizable from saddle as his golden pins to his hair. Um, horses, <laughs> horses shit dynamically. Okay. There's shitting horses dynamically in the game. Okay. You can walk your horse across the water instead of riding on the horse, because if you ride on him, he could get unstable and hurt himself because it's unstable underneath the water. So you have to walk him and lead him through the water. Okay. You can brush your horse to get more, more stuff. Uh, so you bond more with the horse. Horse stores are in stables, so you can have more back, uh, more backup horses. Horses die and cannot be resurrected. Uh, tell horses to flee or or. or wait, wait, back, back up for a second. Like, what's the big deal? I gotta resurrect a horse. Like, no, you what? can't. You like, can't resurrect a horse. So what are you saying? Like, the horse gets skills. Like, the horse gets yes. skilled up and so, they lose the horse. Yes. Okay. So the more you ride the horse, the more you pet the horse, the more you feed the horse, the more you bond with the horse, the horse dynamically starts to develop around you. And each horse has its own stats. So, like a car in in, in Grand Theft Auto that steers better or goes faster, the horses Jesus. do the exact same thing. Okay. The horses do the exact same thing. Okay. The bond that you have with your horse. If you build it all the way up and he's like trained, so he'll sidestep or do circles or he'll jump or whatever. If he dies, that's it. You've wasted all that time with that horse. So you don't want your horse to go into battle and die. You want to kind of like scare him off. So when you land, you 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 smack him in the ass and then he leaves for his life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't i can't this can't be real this is it's, not even like a real game anymore this, this is like this, this is, is like all, some, some super troll this, this is, is all super troll. no this is all real okay horses have personalities okay horses can move sideways and horses can learn tricks okay that's all the horses <laughs> okay <laughs> Mi miscellaneous stuff that's happening in the game the map contains five states Okay, five states are in the game. It's five times well, I'm, I'm larger. Shenanigans already because the states weren't all made back then. Go ahead. Well, these are all fake states. Okay, I got it. I'm, there's I know, five I know. states. There's five states, um, which is five times larger, or actually four times larger than the actual uh, first game. Dead bodies won't despawn. Get this now, but they decompose and track scavengers. So get this. I shoot a guy dead in the street. The, the guys will come over. The NPCs will come and take that dead body over in the cities. In yeah, the wilderness, if you kill okay. an animal and you don't skin it or leave it there for too long, vultures start to come and other animals start to come and start to eat the carcass on the ground. Okay? And if they don't come, it decays over time. And then the actual bones will stay on the ground where the animal was. Are you following me? Are you following me, Sarge? The dead bodies that's, that's, don't leave. 
they decompose. So the dead body human out in the middle of the wilderness will get eaten alive or get eaten by the animals within the wilderness. There's a food chain. There is a food. Yeah, no, not like a food chain. There is a food chain. So the animals will hunt each other. Okay. If they're around each other, like wolves will hunt squirrels and whatever else, smaller animals and prey. Okay. The animals become more vicious during the winters because of hibernation. So if you have to fight a bear in the wintertime, okay, he's going to be much more vicious than a bear in the summertime. Do you want, do you want to hear more? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if mount, I want to. I, the, I, mountains, I, I, the mountains rise above the cloud line. So no, dyna- so no dynamic weather. Uh, hunted animals make terrible dying sounds. Okay, animals that have different markers and dead bodies. You're able to pick up most of the items in the game. Different camera angles. So if you're honorable and you start shooting people, okay, for honor, the camera starts to change in, into shots of heroic shots. Okay, there will be a taxation system where you have to fill out two every 12 months. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh man! I don't, even know. I don't know if I can do this anymore, man. I don't. I don't understand what we're even playing. Is, is this an actual game, or did I just? Or did I just do Assassin's Creed? I I went into the computer of the mind of a cowboy, and I'm living his life. Like, what? What are we talking about? I like. I like what Tempest said. A few lines up. If a dead NPC isn't given proper Christian burial, they become a ghost in the area. Oh this man! This is not even real anymore. Is this a troll? Is this a troll Reddit post? No, bro? this is not. This is this is all the features that are, were found out by the actual like people that have played the game. One hundred percent. There's 192 music tracks from original composers in the game. Uh, physics, just like real life. Um, there's an honor system, uh, gunfights are legendary shooters. Uh, you can find notes in drawers and learn useful information. Dynamic weather yet again confirmed. So it will have a hurricane and bad storms and winters and blizzards and fog, all that stuff. What, this, I have a, this is insane. Okay, so let's just say all this stuff is 100% legit and this is the game we get. What then? What then, Sarge? What do you do with a game like this? How do you play a game like this where scratching the surface is just absolutely, like, it's ridiculous? Historically accurate solar systems. Right, right. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it's unreal. This game is taking open world genres to the next stratosphere. This, yeah, but this is not next level. This is this is like I'm I'm actually living I'm living as the person during that time period. I'm not even playing a video game anymore. I'm actually it's a simulation. You're living life. Yeah, right. It's You're a living simulation. a simulation. It's of, not even of, a video game anymore. It's a simulation. Yeah. yeah. So that that's Red Dead Redemption, guys. Now it's sixty five hours. Sixty five hours of gameplay. Um, I'm trying to think here. Hold on. Let's see. I'm going to try to read you some. Okay, here's some here's some stats. Okay, here's some stats that uh, where where is it? Where is it? In September, that's 2004. So teams with dialogue. Okay, 
The final script of Red Dead Redemption 2's main story is about 2,000 pages. Okay. Um, it includes side missions, additional dialogue, the stack of pages. Dan estimates the pile would be eight feet high. Bringing the script to, to life meant 2,200 days of motion capture work compared with just five for Grand Theft Auto 3, requiring 1,200 actors of all SAG-AFTRA, 700 of them with dialogue. They hired 1,200 SAG-AFTRA actors, 700 of them with dialogue, were the biggest employers of the actors in terms of number of anyone in New York by miles. Um, Let's see, I'm trying to look at the... Okay, right here it says, we were working 100 hours a week several times in 2018. Dan says the finished game includes 300,000 animations, 500,000 lines. I'm sorry, I said 5,000 earlier. 500,000 lines of dialogue and many more of code. Okay. Uh, each of Red Dead were two trailers of TV commercials. We probably made 70 versions, but the editors have made several hundreds, and I will be both to make lots of suggestions and will be other members on the team. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's said here. That is just this is this is gone beyond video games this is like motion picture okay this is like lord of the rings of video games 1200 to i'm sorry 2200 days of mocap that means every day they were in there mocapping <laughs> tempest is still going <laughs> that it's absolutely crazy absolutely crazy <laughs> there is a whistle now you get to whistle in the game you're, you're, you're being funny, but that's an actual. There's an actual whistle. Okay, I'm gonna bring up the next uh, Red Dead Redemption Two uh, trailer, a launch trailer that just came out earlier today. I believe this is the is this PlayStation. Do they have the Rockstar one? We'll do the PlayStation one. I'm gonna make it full screen. We're gonna stop it and. All right, let me switch cameras. Tell me if you guys can hear it okay. One more big score with enough know? money to lose. Because if it, if it talks about any of Hold this on. stuff, I'm going to lose it. <clears throat> no, this is just a launch trailer, TV commercial. Yeah, nothing means more to me than this game. I would kill for it. I would happily die for it. I wish things were different. But it weren't us who changed. Trust me, Arthur. Just one more. And I a goddamn train. I don't want to kill all these food Dutch. Just you. What about loyalty? Loyal to what matters. Do as you're goddamn told. It is us or him. Red Dead Redemption 2, coming October 26th, rated M for mature. It's like it's like it's a movie. <clears throat> okay, so no, uh, John Marston's in the game, Tempest. Uh, he's in your gang. So this takes place twelve years before the uh, the story of Red Dead Redemption One. Um, has it been confirmed? It's doing. They're doing a BR. Um, it hasn't been confirmed, but it's we haven't heard anything yet about the online part of the of the game yet. Supposedly next week they're releasing information about that. Um, so yeah. Those of you that don't know who this gentleman is, right? Where is he? Let me let me pause it. I think we see him uh, a little bit later in this trailer. He's like, uh, it's right here. That right, that guy right there is the guy Edgar Ross, who was the the federal agent 
that kills John Marston at the end of Red Dead One. He's the guy that hired you, or not hired you, but made you go hunt your ex uh, gang members. Right, that's him when he was twelve years younger. Uh, he doesn't have the mustache, um, but yeah. So that's that's the guy. So he's the main protagonist, basically in this. So this is the story told of what happened before John Marston became John Marston uh, in Red Dead Redemption One. I'm telling you, man, Red Dead Redemption One was one of my favorite games of all time, <clears throat> hands down. One of my favorite games of all time. One because I, I like westerns and stuff, but. I like Rockstar games and Grand Theft Auto was just fantastic. And when they came out with a Western, I was like, holy shit, this is great. If they just do exactly what they did of Red Dead last time, I would be amazed. But they've now turned up the dial 1000%. And I can't wait to jump into this uh, next Thursday night at midnight and Friday. It's going to be amazing. Even if it doesn't live up to all the hype that they're saying that it's going to do all this stuff, if it does, if it does ten percent of all the shit I just read, I would be amazed anyway. Okay, so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward very much to Red Dead. Um, are you getting this game, Sarge? Are you? What do you? Where do you sit on this? Are you getting this? Are you waiting? <clears throat> I'm overwhelmed by what what this is supposed to actually do. <laughs> <clears throat> no I'm, i am impressed santos it's 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 question of time it's just a question of time like that this is now is it, is it supposed to be a 65 hour main story game mike and then the rest Six, is added on or is 65, <clears throat> oh, is 65 hour, hours total no 65 hours main story 65 hours of main story so you're looking at over 100 hours easily so this is I, like fallout this is like fallout sarge, for me but in the S wild west S sarge i can do 100 hours hunting animals Okay, <laughs> I could do a hundred right. hours hunting animals. Yeah, this is probably this is probably a purchase for me. I mean, I like Rikes. I've always loved Rockstar. I've loved Rockstar before Rockstar went 3D. Right, right. I played GTA or oh, the overhead view. I used to love that game. I, I, I just <laughs> this don't is, know. This is something else, though, man. This is something uh, else. Okay, let's just hypothetically the game comes out. It says everything it does. Where the fuck do they go from here? Right, like, well, where do this, they this go the part, from here? Yeah, but see, this this is the part that scares me, right? Because if this is what they're doing for this, then where where do you where do you go? Okay, so if if after bully, because you know bully will be after this, so after they do bully, to everyone calm down to do a, a nice calm game. They're gonna do bully, okay, or bully two. Excuse Bully's me. Bully's a great game. <clears throat> when they come out, when they come out with the new GTA, first of all, I'll be fifty, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when it finally comes out yeah, but when yeah, it does you, you're come not out, you're not you're not joking i'll be like 46 i'm not yeah. joking but but when it when it comes out that the, the level of game it's going to be gta world it's not going to be like gta the city that we made up it's going to be gta world. world right yeah we've talked about this probably, yeah we talked it about might this. be vr it might be vr they might go vr after this i i wouldn't put it past them if, if the yeah, but no, but that's hardware not, catches up. Yeah, but that's not that's not going technically anywhere. That's just making first person VR great. What I'm saying to you is, with all this detail that they're putting in the game, where do they go from here with detail? Like, if you're making this basically a simulator, and you could do everything, like do they just implement more stuff to do. Like you have to go take a shit and a piss. Like what do you what do you, what do they do? I don't know where, where do you go from here. I don't know from here. I don't know. I, I think they're setting here. Here's the thing, right? 
the, the, someone's supposed to come in and go here. There's a bar. I'm going to set it just a little bit higher than that. And then someone else comes in and is like, I top you and go just a little bit higher than that. Rockstar said, here we are. Here's everyone else. And then they went, fuck you here. Try to catch up. Right. It, it's it's totally different because look, Fallout 76 is coming out <clears throat> three weeks later. Fallout 76 is a very large game, but I can guarantee you that you can't search every single drawer and pull out shit and grab it and things are shitting and things are dynamic. Like, I, I guarantee you that all that stuff's not happening, okay? This is the same time frame. Both large games, right? One's like Western in post-apocalyptic, right? In the future. One is Western in the old days. Both desolate lands, right? I mean, there's a, there's a, a correlation between these two games. Bethesda's looking to make an open-world game like this. Rockstar made an open world game and they put a single player 65 hour uh, main mission in there. It's it's unreal. They're breaking all the all the the criteria of everything. It was like nobody likes single player games They're like here's a 65 hour one. Here you go. Right. Odyssey just did it. Uh, Spider-Man. I don't know how long Spider-Man is. Isn't it like 18 to 30 hours long? I mean, think about that. That that's double what Spider-Man was. It, it, it's just it's unreal. It's unreal. If one of the horses don't exist in the other, they do. The, the testicles expand. Wait, wait. In one horse, horses don't exist. In the other, they do. And the testicles expand. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's crazy the amount of detail. I'm really looking forward to see what the hell they fucking bring to the table uh, next week. Switching over from one insane game to the next. Fallout 76 is coming out. Now... I'm super stoked about this game as well. Next Tuesday, when we come back, the beta is open. I don't know when it, if it's going to be in the morning, if it's going to be in the night, but there's a four to eight hour uh, beta test per day when it, when it comes out next week. I don't know those times yet, so I don't know how much I'll be streaming or not streaming it, uh, but on the 23rd is when it comes out. People are losing their minds, Sarge. People are losing their minds because they played a beta. They found an emblem of the the um jesus christ what's the the faction called i lost my brotherhood of steel Steel. right they saw the emblem of the brotherhood of steel and they're freaking just losing their shit like there's no way that this is in the game it doesn't make sense the lore doesn't make sense i want to talk about not the game itself but this this whole debate going on about lore so where do you where do you stand because i know you're a lore guy Right, you've played all the fallouts. You like Fallout World. Is this is this earth shattering for you, Sarge, that the Brotherhood of Steel is in the game? But, no, no, it's it's not earth shattering. The the it's it's really simple, right? <clears throat> if you if you make up a universe and everyone buys into your universe and everybody's behind you and we love it and we read about it, we're buying comics, games, we're we're buying mobile games from it. We we enjoy the lore you made up. We understand it's made up, it's fantasy, we get it. The problem is, is that the people that are really to this is that you just can't retcon the 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 lore and not give a reason. If you we understand you made it up, I get it completely. But if you make it up, then you better make up something else that at least in the fantasy world leads to the fact that this may may or may not exist. Not that the fact that you're going to retcon yourself of your fantasy shit. Bad about it. I I personally doesn't bother me. Right, as long as there's a reason why stuff is happening. 
I'm fine with it. But I, I, I still stand by my Fallout uh, theory in which that Bethesda is, this is their, and I'm, I'll say it every episode we do, this is their chance to try something new. They're just trying something new. They're using the Fallout universe to do it, and they're trying something new. And everybody's freaking out because it doesn't go in the same general direction as every other Fallout game. Here, here, here's my take on it. Uh, and first, Duplis, we, we know they gave a reason, right? We know. We know. This is a podcast. I, we have to tell news stories. So we're debating on if it the way they should have done it. So, one, if they never gave a beta test, if they never showed the game off, we wouldn't know that the Brotherhood of Steel is in the game until we got the game in our hands. Right, until we got the game in our hands. Exactly. So people are freaking out ahead of time. So now they've gone out and ruined it, right? They've ruined it because they're like, well, there's no no way they're out in the the game. It's impossible. I'm a Fallout, excuse me, sir. I'm a Fallout expert of your own stuff. And remember that Bethesda bought the IP and the lore was set before they bought it, right? Right. The Brotherhood of Steel was in the game before they bought it. So Bethesda has a tougher job of making it reality of why it's there. And they didn't want to. And I'm not going to say why they did it, like why they said they're in the game. But they really they said why it's in the game and they have a reason. Okay, and I think that's bullshit that they had to tell us because I would love to have played the game and and learned it for myself and learned it learned it for myself in the game. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of playing a game. Exploration, exploration of a game. Yeah. Well, right. well to be honest, don't don't give me the reason. Right. Because I don't I don't want to know the reason because I want to play the game. Like, <clears> I don't want to know. Reason. I'm not going to give the reason. Yeah, don't don't say it. I don't want to know. I would rather play the game and find out. So the, the, the problem is that, again, social media is is, is like the demise of 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 earth, video games of just earth yeah. right of society because people are like well why is this in here why is this in here i mean social media is what ruined harry potter for a lot of people when they said gandalf died or not gandalf sorry uh gandalf was the same guy uh but the wizard died right like that they're like oh man fucking social media did that right people get things on early and they want to ruin it and shit on it for everybody else right so someone found an emblem they're like well the brotherhood steel is not supposed to begin in the in the game now other people found an, a, a note from the uh the children of adam okay and they're like well they're not supposed to be in the game either okay so it's like how about it's like when you're watching a movie in the theater and you're watching it for the first time and you bring a friend along and he's watching it for the first time and he leans over and goes who's that why is he doing that? Why is it this here? What's happening right now? It's like, I don't know. Let's watch and play the game right. together let's and find watch, and, and, and find and find, together, it, right, find out and find out. Right. I mean, I don't understand. OK, <clears throat> I don't understand. Why people have to be this way. OK, first of all, even if they wanted to retcon their fucking lore, they can. Right. They can because they're the new owners of the IP. OK. And they literally make the stories up as they go. So if Tom, the writer, says that this person's got a blue face and then later on he's got a green face and there's someone's like, well, he's not supposed to have a, bl- a green face. He's supposed to have a blue face. You have to tell us why he has a green face. No, the reason the reason is we ran out of ink and it's cheaper to use green than blue. 
that's the reason he has a different colored face, right? That, that could be the actual reason, right? The lore of Superman, of Kryptonite, is because the actor had to take a vacation, and they had to figure out how to write him off the show. So they made Kryptonite up, and that's was Kryptonite. Kryptonite wasn't original. Kryptonite came in later. They wrecked conned their lore so the guy could take a vacation and then kryptonite stuck in the fucking thing and it's been in there ever since true story that's what it is okay so if a company the creators of whatever want to make whatever lore they want that should be good enough to be honest but if they do tell you why it is you can't be like well that's bullshit well if you don't like it then you need to tone Tone your fandom down just a little bit, just a couple of notches, right? Because from, right from from, from, nut, from nut job to fanboy, you got to right. turn it down from nut job to fanboy. Because sometimes just a little bit. Because sometimes writing shit on paper and then making that in an actual video game or a movie <clears throat> is completely two different things, right? Because if you made a movie of it and the person they didn't have the right uh, hairstyle, or it's because they they couldn't afford that hairstyle, or they couldn't afford more mo capture, or they couldn't do something for a reason, and that's why it wasn't there, right? So there's always a reason why it's not there. There's always a reason why they do stuff. Look, here's the reason why they put Brotherhood of Steel in the game. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the real reason, right? I'll tell you the real reason. Because if they you didn't the put right, if you didn't put Brotherhood of Steel in the game, you wouldn't have the fucking walking armor to walk around in with a badass fucking armor. Okay, you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't have it. Okay, and that you wouldn't they wouldn't be able to sell fucking microtransactions for your skins to put on your armor. That is the real reason Brotherhood of Steel is in the actual game. No matter what the lore is, okay, and how they fixed it, it's there so they can make money on microtransactions, and that is the true reason. <laughs> That's it. That's the reason. That's the reason. Because you know, you know, Sarge, if they made Fallout 76 and they didn't have the fucking armor in the game, day one, someone would be like, where's the power armor? How come I can't have power armor? There's no fucking power armor in the game? That's so stupid. How come they don't have power armor in the game? You know the backlash of not having power armor in the game would be much more than putting them in the actual game. Am I right? Listen, for me, once again, I, I personally don't care, okay? Because whatever happens that the crazy people are, are going to yell and scream about, there'll be a reason why it's in there. Like, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but it's just like the military is the military of the country, right? If we were bombed, the West, the West Coast and the East Coast would eventually find a way to talk to each other. Right. Okay. Eventually. Right. Whether it be Morse code, radio signals, a fucking donkey train with fucking letters, carrier pigeons, some way they would figure out how to communicate with each other. So it's not hard to justify whatever it is they want to do. It's just <clears> that they have to do something because the, the, the crazies want a reason. Right. right? I, I, I personally don't care. I like the lore. I like the fact of the fallout universe, but I don't want to be told everything before the fucking game is released. I don't want a full blown war uh, on social media because 10,000 people are, are giving Bethesda the finger and they want an answer. And so then Bethesda thinks they have to kowtow to them and now have to give them a reason before the game even comes out so I can learn anything on my own because they're upset about a fake fucking universe. Like it doesn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop, stop catering to all the nut jobs. 
right? Just give them the game first. You guys can argue about this shit after. Just let me play the game. That's it. <laughs> All right, so going forward with the game itself, do you think, from two standpoints, one, do you think the game will be successful, right? Because I know a lot of people want it to not succeed. I don't know why you wouldn't want any company to succeed, right? Because if they didn't succeed here, then their next game would probably suffer because of the money. Anyway, so do you think the game itself will succeed and be a hit for, for <laughs> Bethesda? And do you think it will succeed on the streaming platforms? Or do you think it will die off on the streaming platforms, but be successful anyway? You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be a successful game. It just won't be successful as a streaming game. Okay, well, here's, <laughs> here's how Fallout's going to work, right? Because first and foremost, this game is not made for everybody. And I literally mean that. Like, this is not trying to capture a bunch of different demographics that weren't there before. This is a game that they're trying. I, I can't I can't say it enough times. Bethesda is trying something different, okay? At least they have the balls to take a, a an IP that they love, and they know this is, a, this is almost like a high-risk, high-reward thing, right? Because they're taking an IP that a, a good demographic of people have played over the years, and they're trying something different with it, okay? Now, the answer to whether it will succeed or not is based on what you think success actually is. How many units do you need to sell before you're successful, okay? That number changes every year based on fictitious numbers that all the, all the, uh, the, the numbers guys say whether or not it's going to work or not, and then they're going to figure that out on top of microtransactions. My thing is is if they sell three, four million units of this game, in my mind, that's a success, okay? Honestly, right? <clears throat> what do you think, it's, what you do you think of that in their if mind? You sell, if you sell three or four million units of any game, I believe it pretty much, it's, it, that's a successful game. So what do you All think right? their number is? I think their number's gotta be double digits. Well, once again, that's gonna, that's gonna be remain decided on whether or not the people who play it <clears throat> promote it well or not. This is a game you can stream. What are we doing today in Fallout, guys? Right? Think about it. It's not, it's not a complete story from beginning to end. There's other shit people are doing. What is, what is Billy Bob Rubeck doing today? Right? Oh, is he building a house? And then, right? Or is, are, are they going to do the same thing they did for like GTA where guys role play? They get together with a couple streamers. They dress <laughs> up like rangers, like from the New Vegas thing. And right. they're saying they're rangers right. in West Virginia. Right? They're West Virginia Rangers, and they're going out exploring, trying to stop people from killing each other, right? Who's to say you're not going to role play? Right. There's so many different things you can do in this type of game because it's multiplayer that will make it successful for streaming. Now, longevity of streaming, that depends on the core gamers. Like, how long you want to watch it for? If we're doing the same shit all the time, we're going to move on to the next game. Don't forget, this is, this, is, this is the busy time of year. A lot of games coming out, a lot of stuff to play. I'll just have to bounce between. So I don't think it's going to be. Oh, you're, hardcore you're, you're, people will be okay. playing Fallout. The <laughs> hardcore people will be playing Fallout for a good couple months, three months. I'll leave it to the new year. And then after that, depending on what comes out, because I'm pretty sure Division comes out in February. Right. Okay. So we'll move on to the next thing. Like, what do you, what is it that, that everyone wants to have? Every game can't be Dota. Every game can't be League of Legends, where it's in the top spot of a, of Twitch for fucking years. Okay, where everyone's playing that kind of game for years. Your demographic is your demographic. 
the people who are going to play this game are going to play it. This is not a cash grab to try to bring in new people. This is them gambling on people who play Fallout to see if they're willing to try something different. This, this is this is Bethesda's answer to Anthem. Bethesda's answer to Destiny. Bethesda's answer to I don't know all. If it's an, the, I don't know if it's an answer. I think this is their first attempt. No, no, no. This is I an. Think, no, no. I this, is this is the their, answer. This is their first attempt. This is the this is their answer because Anthem's coming out. Destiny's been out, right? They need the online game that's on their online service game. It brings in extra money. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, Twitch. No, streaming in general is insignificant. But I'm I'm just asking if if it's going to be successful on the Twitching platform, you know, on the streaming platform between YouTube and and whatever. I think there's a market for it, but I don't think it's going to be in the top. Uh, obviously, it'll be in the top in the very far couple of days. After that, it'll 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 go down. Uh, I think the game is going to be very successful. I think a lot of people that are they're 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 saying that they're not going to play it at all. They're boycotting it or whatever they're going to do. I think after time they're going to break down and 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 break and and get the game. Why? Because here it is. Uh, in a report, Pete Hines talked about that the game studio they the next game is coming out. They don't have like a time frame they put on Bethesda Studio games, right? So they're still working on Starfleet. They're still working on Elder Scrolls Six. They're still working on Fallout Five. They're not saying that the games are coming out every nine months, right? They're 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 talking about that these games take time. I I said it when E three when they said um. Starfleet. Starfleet's not coming out. Starfield. 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 Sorry. Thank you. Starfield's not coming out until the next gen consoles, right? Which is 2021, right? 2020, 2021 is when those are coming out. And I have a feeling that that's going to be a main staple on the new, on the new system. Okay. So we're talking three years. We're talking Starfield's not coming out until 2021. Okay. Three years after that, you're talking about Elder Scrolls, right? Which is six years from now. Right, they're still making money on the other Elder Scrolls, still. Okay, so Elder Scrolls Six is probably won't be out until 2023, 2024. Okay, and then Fallout Five could fall somewhere in between there. Okay, or it could be 2027. Okay, like it, it's crazy. So it's 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 interesting to see where they're going with this. I think there's a lot riding on this Fallout 76 as far as once they launch it, once they keep bringing stuff into it, what's it's going to do, okay? And that might stretch or speed up the process of other things down the line, right? Based on what what's happening with this game. So, for them, for people to say I hope this fails, if it fails, you're waiting a long ass time before you get another Bethesda single player game. Right. So you might want to make the best of it if you're a Fallout person to play this game. One more thing about Fallout before we change subjects is um, <clears throat> this surfaced. Let me bring this up on the on the. Uh, uh, is that going to. Why is that on a different. God damn it. I need the link, but I can't get it. Can I bring this over here? There we go. Okay, so this picture popped up on the internet, okay? <clears throat> and this is a picture. I'll try to see if I can make it, yeah, make it bigger. If you notice, this is a human, a human player that's an NPC raider, okay? And this is confirmed that this is an NPC raider. Now, everyone said at Bethesda that there is no NPC humans in the game. There are no humans in the game. But then this popped up, and then if you look in the background, there's that sign that says Cutthroat 
crag and you really can't make it out. But the sign uh, basically, I think it says something about an event. And at the bottom, it says coming soon. Okay. Someone broke it down, um, tells you what they think it says, but they can't get it in clearly. Okay. This character is an NPC. Now, my question to you, Sarge, is was there always supposed to be an NPC player in the game? But now, because everyone was bitching about it, they had to release it to show people that there are one. Or did they put it in after the fact because people were bitching that there was no NPC characters? Well, I'm hoping that's not the reason. I'm hoping that's not the reason why they did this. I really am. Right. My first listen, my first thing, especially when they do stuff like this, is number one, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. If you want to get hyped for a game or have keep it in fresh in people's minds, whether it be controversial or not, stuff like this comes out. Okay. Now, the first thing I say is, well, if if Bethesda said multiple times that there are no humans in the game because every human in the game is somebody actually playing the game. And I believe them when they say that because that's the feel they want from the game. They want it to be where every time you see a human, you know it's somebody else, right? There's no discre- there's no discrepancies. A human, it's somebody else playing the game. It's just a feeling you're supposed to get in the game while you're playing it. Humans are actual people, right? I believe that this is an NPC player. Like, I believe I got a hole in the head. I believe that probably, maybe it's a synth. I'll say it's a synth, right, who looks like a human, and that'll be the storyline. But I'm still going to believe... What Bethesda said is they don't want any humans in game. So I believe that that's a person that probably is in the game, but it's not a person. I believe that that's an NPC. It's the, it's that synth level where the people look like humans. I, I think there was humans all along in the game, but they said there wasn't because they wanted to see reactions out of people and see what they what, what they did. And I said two weeks ago that I think down the road they were going to do expansions and bring NPCs in because the story is supposed to be we're the first vault out in the world. That's, so that's correct. So we're supposed to be all the humans that are in there. So I thought six months, nine months down the road, they would introduce something like this, which they still could. This could maybe she's that's not in the game. Right? Maybe not in the I game. I see where you're going with that. So you know what I'm saying? So because if we're all the people in the in the in the vault, we, we have some time when we're out there, we're exploring. And then six months down the line, all of a sudden, hey, there's a raider. She becomes the first raider. Her name is Rose. She actually has a name. Um. Or uh, yeah, ruthless, selfish, bloodthirsty. What what does it say here? Um, let me see if I can bring this up. That might make sense for a DLC where other people you run into now because after the first vault was opened, that's that's a possibility. I agree with right. that. Right. So her name is Rose. Uh, she's an amnatic leader, uh, and her she hides in a place called the top of the world. So I'm assuming it's up on top of one of the mountains, uh, and then you can find her. So it's a shame though that this leaked. Again, because I want to be surprised. I'm, I'm wanna, mad at you right now for showing it. I, I want to be surprised. Well, this is news. We don't know if it's if it's in the game yet or not. But I I just wish that Bethesda God, didn't I hate ha- the internet. Bethesda didn't have to come out and say this because people were all in an uproar about it. Right. So I don't know. Um, that's it for that. Now the next story I want to talk about is. Did you see this, Sarge? This is this is fantastic. Right? This is this is a fantastic. Let me put this up here. This is a fantastic. You're going to show, show me my real parents and tell me I'm adopted. What else are you going to ruin for me? No. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen this. Okay. So Harrison Ford is the star of the Solo story, 
Okay, somebody that took, uh, I think it's called deep fake or derp, derp fakes. So basically, it's a technology out there. I think it's called deep fake is the actual technology. Yeah, deep fake. Um, they take this technology where they take different pictures and, uh, and videos of people and they can implement them on others. A lot of people use them in porns and stuff like that to make celebrities look like they're you know having sex with them and stuff with the celebrities. So they've taken this technology and they've taken Harrison Ford and they've put him in the actual here, let me put this up here so you can see it. Okay. The voice, the voice is not the correct voice. I won't, I won't play the actual voice. I'm just going to show you the actual like content of it. Okay. Why isn't it full screen? It doesn't want to go full screen. Okay. <clears throat> just take a look at that. That, that is Harrison Ford driving that vehicle. That's Harrison Ford right there. You can tell a little bit about the technology because his face kind of—it's fantastic though. It, it shifts just a little bit. It looks—it looks like him back in Blade Runner days. Yeah, look at this. Think of the technology. This is someone that created this technology on their own. It's a little scary. I gotta be honest. Okay, think about what could be done with this. Okay, think about what could be done with this as far as actors that are old like Harrison Ford he could have he could have played this right I said in the beginning why didn't they get Harrison Ford you, you're muted yourself or something <clears throat> uh I can't hear you Sarge I didn't do anything okay so they could have brought him in mo-capped his face and then brought it in and look at it I mean it looks absolutely I'm gonna let you guys watch it again look at look look at this scene right here I'll, I'll wait till it, look look at his face that is Harrison Ford's face on there. Right. No, that's that's the problem, Tempest. People will take things and make it bad, right? I mean, but look at the technology. It's it's crazy. Like it's crazy. I mean, look at that. That's his head. And and when he talks and stuff, it, it's it's the same. It's uncanny though. It's uncanny. I just wanted to show you guys that someone actually went about and made the and made this video with him in it. I mean, look at it. He's in the scenes. I feel bad for the actor that actually played him. Because because someone's going to, you know, someone's going to take the lines, do a voiceover. And do the entire movie, you know, they are. No, it's not the entire movie. Someone just did a trailer. Someone just did a trailer, Santos. I would love to see the movie, though, with him as it, though. I think that'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> so there's that. Um, another thing I want to talk about. We got a couple minutes. That's insane, dude. Another thing I want to talk about is Discord. Okay, Discord has opened up their own gaming service. Okay, their their Steam competitor. Uh, they've opened up. So if you go into your Discord right now, uh, go up to the very top. You can hit, click Store, and you can see games for purchase. They have a, a few, not very many at the at the at the beginning of time. But if you become a Nitro member of 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 Discord. You get free games, just like any other type of thing with a monthly fee. You get free games. But if you don't want to be a monthly Nitro, uh, Discord member, Discord is free, and you can purchase games off of their site. Now, they're trying to compete with Steam. They're already the number one like voice communication on the planet right now Okay, with gamers. So do you think this is a, a one-up? On Steam, even though Steam has got such a big lead and so many games, and there's they've been in the 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 years for like ten years, the leaders. Do you think these guys can come in and chip away at them and maybe 
become better than Steam? Well, it's good that it's good that Steam has competition. Okay, that, that's first and foremost. But Steam's issue is is they have released a mountain of trash over the last year just for the sake of raking in as much money as they can. So Twitch, or sorry, Discord has to be very careful that if they're going to start a gaming service like this, that they take the good games and cultivate, not just a giant pile of, like, like a hot garbage pile of games and just throw them out. Like, because that's all, that's all that Steam has been doing for the last year or so. It's just ridiculous. One month, they said they released 800 games in one month. Let's be honest, right? How many of those games would you ever even look at? Right, eight hundred games, eight hundred games in one month. Come on, people! Right, <laughs> but it's good. It's good that 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 Steam has competition because now they have to. They're gonna have to raise the standards. They're gonna have to make some changes. They're gonna have to because if 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 Discord gets a gets a little bit of a a, a leg up here, then then we have a game, and that's what it's about. It's about competition. That's what it's about. Because listen, if everybody wants me to pay $10, $15 a month to get free games, I'm not going to be signed up for every fucking system there are every every right. service there is for an additional ding on my account every month because I'm getting free games. It's ridiculous. Okay. Someone's got to have a, a service that actually makes sense. I stand, I think they're gonna do really well. I think there was no other really other launcher in the field there's other game companies that sell games but i think because discord is this voice service i think they're going to have a big up on getting other gaming companies to sign up with them and get a big library because they can integrate it in with the games itself and instead of going through steam and getting the games they can get the games exclusive rights to have discord through there make it easier for you you know what i'm saying so i think i think they could do something like that so that's that the last story I want to talk about is <clears throat> this this person has imprinted on all of our minds, if you knew it or not, your entire life, and you never knew it, okay? If anyone's ever seen Sesame Street, uh, knows who Oscar the Grouch is, or Big Bird, okay? Uh, it's voiced Car- by the same guy. Yeah, Carol Spiney is the performer an iconic character in the thousands of episodes. He's retiring. Um, so I want to just bring that up because this dude is 84 years old. He's been doing it for 50 years. Uh, so if you ever watched Sesame Street at all, uh, those are the characters that he created and, and, and worked. Like he was the puppeteer for those characters for the longest time. Uh, he's retiring. So I don't know what they're going to do to replace him, but... I just wanted to say I because I'm in the film industry. I love I love people that are in the arts and this guy, you know, embedded stuff in your head. He taught you lessons and stuff that you learned and still know to this day. So, yeah, pours of 40. So, yeah, uh, that's it. That is the last story. I just, so now we're gonna have. So now we're gonna have wrong sounding puppets. Yeah, we're gonna have wrong guess, sounding yeah. Oscar DeGrasse, wrong sounding like who are they, they're gonna get somebody else to fill that shoe there. I bet he had never worked a hundred hours. Yeah, I bet she worked a lot more. I bet she worked a lot more. <laughs> Deep fake Oscar <laughs> the Grouch. <laughs> 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 
So that's the end of the show. Uh, Generation X Gaming episode 147 is in the can. Appreciate you guys coming out. The show is over, but the stream is not. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We'll come back and we're going to be playing. What was the game I told you guys to? Victor Varon. It's another game we're going to be playing tonight. Me, Tempest, oh, and Sarge. Me, Tempest, and Sarge are going to play this game. If we like it, we'll play it a little longer. If we don't like it, we'll switch to a different game. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out. Please follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Please follow me at 30 and still gaming on Twitter. Please follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter. Uh, if you don't make it live here on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can always watch the past broadcast here on Mixer. You can watch the past broadcast on YouTube at 30 and still gaming, and you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google play, Spotify. Uh, this episode will be up tomorrow by, by noon. So I appreciate you guys coming out. Thanks for watching. Have a good night. Take care, guys. See you next time. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.